you want more calm and I have the recipe for you to have less overwhelm in your life. Each week, I'll bring you stories, tips, and sometimes interviews on how to get more calm in your life. There will be quick and easy recipes too. So join me each week, Teresa Dioulis, an advanced certified life coach and certified culinary nutrition expert to find your recipe for calm. I was standing in front of the yogurt section at Whole Foods. I had gone in very quickly after volunteering and I was just looking for low-fat plain Greek yogurt. And you would think with the four sections of yogurt that they had that I would be able to find it easily. That was not the case. They had sheep's milk, goat's milk yogurt. They had plain yogurt. They had flavored yogurts. They had sugar-free yogurts. They had all kinds of different types of sugar-free yogurts and all kinds of flavored yogurts. But they did not have the plain low-fat Greek yogurt that I was looking for. And it was overwhelming just looking for the yogurt. And I'm sharing this story not to tell you about my search for yogurt, but to make to illustrate the point of the decision fatigue that I experienced just trying to find the yogurt and talk to you about decision fatigue today, specifically surrounding the holiday time of year that we are headed into at the time of this recording. Decision fatigue itself is something that is considered a phenomenon, according to the American Psychological Association. It is not a diagnosed condition, but decision fatigue is when it feels overwhelming to be faced with decisions, regardless of how large or small they are. And according to Psychology Today, some sources suggest that the average person during their waking hours makes 35,000 choices per day. 35,000. That breaks down to one decision every two seconds. I propose and could not find any data to back this up because I do like to be able to provide sources for you that it would inc- that it increases at the holiday times because of the increased amount of invitations we get and decisions around gift buying and parties and programs and concerts and budget decisions and menus and other things that we tend to have that increase around this time of year. So I thought it might be helpful to give you five steps to help reduce some decision fatigue for you. I want to preface all of this with an idea and a quote that I it was like a light bulb for me years ago when I heard it. A mentor of mine, Brooke Castillo, made the comment regarding making decisions that was really helpful for someone like me who wanted to always get it right, wants to get things right. And, you know, she said, I don't tell myself it's a good decision or a bad decision. I just make a decision without putting a label on it. If I need to make a new one, I can do that faster and with more ease. And when I heard her say that, it was probably about four years ago now, it really felt like such a weight was lifted. And I thought, oh, I don't have to think, oh, if I I don't get this right, then, you know, what am I going to do? It's, I'm going to have to go back or anything like that. So knowing that and thinking of it more like an experiment, if you do something, if you make a decision, say yes or say no, it's okay. You can just gather evidence and know, you know, That's not going to be for me again. I'll do something different next time. And again, I like thinking of it like an experiment Um, and knowing that 
nothing's gone wrong. You just move forward one way or the other. You've tried it. You know, again, I think of that Edison quote of, of regarding inventing the light bulb about he didn't make 10,000 mistakes or whatever. He just found 10,000 ways that didn't work before he found the way that worked. But anyways, the first step towards reducing decision fatigue that I have for you is to decide your priorities. You know, all the events, parties, programs, concerts, you know, et cetera, that you might find yourself being invited to or being involved in, be realistic about what you will participate in. You know, keep in mind your budgets, not just financially, but your time as well and your energy. Number two, create routines that work for you currently, not last month, not last year, but right now. You know, whether it's your clothes, maybe you're going to wear the same outfit three days a week, every day. I've heard Steve Jobs and Barack Obama did this or do this. Well, I know Steve Jobs no longer, but I always picture him in his black turtleneck. Um, but make it easy on yourself so that you don't have to think about it. It's one less thing to think about. Same thing with food in your house on a daily basis. Maybe you're going to eat the same food for breakfast every day and lunch. Your groceries themselves. Maybe you're going to rely on a delivery service instead of picking up or going shopping for them yourself. Maybe you're going to order takeout or have food delivery, not just the groceries themselves, but actually do takeout three days a week or five days a week, whatever you need to do to make your life easier. When it comes to gift buying, you're going to buy the same gift for all your neighbors, coworkers, family members. Maybe it's going to be homemade. Maybe you're going to do a mix. Whatever it is, make a decision and let it go. Number three, set time limits for activities. Carve time on your calendar to shop, whether it's in person or online. As far as any activities you're invited to, if it's on your calendar, and again, whether it's making decisions, you know, maybe you open something in the mail, whether it's email or not. If you need to be setting timers, you know, if you're a regular listener, I love timers. Set that five-minute timer, 15-minute timer, whatever you have to make that decision. If it's something you're debating or if you have to check in with someone in your family um, on whether or not you can do it or if it works in your plan. Number four, delegate when possible. Ask your family and friends for help. I know it's a gift we like to give each other is our time and support. So take advantage of that and check in with yourself. Podcast six, the three steps to over the three steps to reduce overwhelm or to notice, name your feeling, and then decide your next step. And that's a good thing to keep doing throughout this entire holiday season. And then fifth, remember no is a complete sentence. I know we want to please everybody, including ourselves, and say yes, but we can say no and we don't have to explain. And if you hear yourself saying you should do something, that typically will lead to feelings of shame and things you don't want to do. So be honest. And as Brene Brown says, and explains in her Daring Greatly book and in her TED Talks, which if you're not familiar with, highly recommend the book and her talks. I believe she has a Netflix special too, if you are into watching 
Netflix or have access to it. She talks about shame focusing on self, like an inward feeling and saying like, I am bad. So that's why I just caution you against that because you're not taking care of yourself is something that's a gift you give to yourself. And at this time of year, especially we talk on here on this podcast a lot about how all the circumstances outside of us, how we think about them creates feelings in ourselves and that affects how we show up in the world. So I just think it's important to remind you with all the decisions that are happening, I mean, 35,000 a day on average. And again, I personally think at the holiday time of year, it has to be more because there's just an increase of all kinds of things happening. Again, if you need any help with processing your feelings, podcast 12 is all about processing feelings. And podcast 16 is about the five senses. It's an immediate in the moment exercise you can do for yourself to process how you're feeling. And in podcast 37, the music for calm, I had created a playlist of music that can help create a calm environment. And you can just press play on that. You can just go to Spotify and search recipe for calm playlist. I will actually put the link in today's show notes so that you don't even have to go look for that. Decide your priorities. Create routines that work for you currently. Set time limits for activities. Delegate when possible. Remember no is a complete sentence. All of these will help you to keep the fatigue down this holiday season. And if you have any suggestions that help you to keep the decision fatigue down, I would love to hear them and have you share them with others post them on the Instagram post this week for this podcast, or email them to me at teresadaulis at gmail.com. Until next week, I wish you great health and calm. Take care. And thanks for listening. This week's quick and easy recipe is for a cranberry orange spritzer. You will need two cups of cranberry juice, two cups of orange juice, and two cups of sparkling or seltzer water. You're going to pour all the ingredients into a pitcher, add ice, and then serve. Alternatively, you may also make this in a punch bowl, and it looks very pretty to add sliced oranges and cranberries along with the punch. You may also set up a drink, if you have a drink station, just leave the cranberry juice, orange juice, and sparkling water out and it's just a one-to-one ratio. Having a bowl of sliced oranges as well as some cranberries there to pop into the drinks to add some festivity also looks very pretty. Let me know if you make this spritzer and take pictures. Tag me on Instagram at Teresa Diolis or send them to teresadiolis at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.